Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Come on in. Come on in, everybody. We're about a minute early on YouTube pages, Facebook pages, LinkedIn, all of that, uh, and our app and website give you an opportunity to share. When you share, people get saved. We're at 520 recorded decisions so far for the year. To God be the glory for that. Come on in, everybody, everywhere. Let me know where you're watching from. Speak to me and let me know where you're watching from. We're going to add the Instagram channels. It's actually 7 o'clock on the dot. Let's go, let's go, let's add them. Come on in, everybody, everywhere. It's 7 o'clock. It is time to pray. We gather together every single Monday night to pray, and um, it's going to be an amazing time of prayer tonight. We only have a few more uh, times of prayer on Monday nights. Can you imagine and can you believe that we're to the end of this year? How many of you can testify that God has been good to you this year? Wave at me. If God has been good to you so far this year, wave at me. Inglewood, ATL, Aurora, Aurora, Duval, Jacksonville, good to see you. Speak to me, everybody, everywhere, from whatever platform that you are watching me on, and let me know that you are watching. I see your hands that God has been good. Come on in, everybody. Come on. Jasmine says God's been good. Malcolm says God's been good. Tina says God has been good. Leanne says God has been good. Christy says God has been good. Come on in, everybody, on every platform. Brad says God has been good. Sharon says God has been good. Come on in, everybody, on every platform. Speak to me. As you come in, listen, Santa Barbara, good to see you, Santa Barbara. What's the weather in Santa Barbara? Tell me what the weather is. Watching from work, glad you're with us tonight. It's going to be amazing. Florence, South Carolina, God has been good to you. That's amazing. Come on in, everybody on every platform, let me know where you're watching from. Listen, um, when we pray, there's two things that, uh, and you're going to hear me say this a lot, um, because for most people, most people have never been taught how to pray. When we pray, I'm going to give you this on the front end, prayer is two-way communication with God. It's two-way. Drop a two in the comments, which means not only do we pray, but then God responds. It is not a monologue. Prayer is a dialogue. Hey, you said it. It's a dialogue, which means when we pray, then heaven responds. All right? So that's number one. Um, so when we pray, I'm going to give you revelation. That's his response. When we pray, I'll give you revelation. When we pray, I'll give you revelation. That's God's response. But then number two, when we pray, I'm going to have you to say a lot because life and death, Proverbs 18, 21, on the power of your tongue. Number three, I'm going to have you to type a lot because the Bible says in Matthew that wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. All right. So I want to teach you why we do what we do when we pray. Now, in that, there are three types of prayer. Drop a three in the comments. Number one is to pray. This is what you do for yourself. Prayer literally means to ask. You can pray for yourself. Number two type of prayer, second type of prayer is called supplication. Right, this is when you pray for another Christian. This is uh, what you uh, what you pray for another uh, Christian. Wow! Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I see a testimony over here. Hold on, um, Jackie Ray, over here. Hold on. Hold that for just a second, because you're about to shop. We're about to start praying with a testimony. Hold that one just for a second, because I think that I am I reading that right. Am I reading that right? Put that in the comments again, Jackie Ray. Tell me that I'm reading that right in terms of your cousin, and we prayed for last Monday. Am I reading that right? Put it in there again for me. Number one is to pray. That means to ask. Number two, it is supplication. You pray for another Christian. John chapter nine says that um, the, uh, no prayer from a non-Christian person is heard except the prayer of salvation. That's why prayer, what's going on? Good to see you, Christian influence. That's why the Bible makes it clear that prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. I need everybody to hear me. We get to pray. We don't have to pray. We get to go to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, and the great I am. 
The third type of prayer is called intercession. And intercession is John chapter nine. This is the prayer that is made for somebody that cannot go to God on, on their own behalf. So number one, you have to pray. That is what you do for yourself. Number two, supplication. That's what you do for other Christians. Number three, intercession. This is when you pray for somebody that does not know the Lord and literally see yourself as a bridge. And we put all three of those forms of prayer uh, into practice. Hey, Trinidad, good to see you. Um, so we're going to put all of this in practice tonight when we pray. All right, y'all ready? Now, the Bible makes it very clear in 1 John chapter 1 that when we pray, we are to make sure that our sins are covered. Our sins are covered. There's some hindrances that can happen in prayer. For example, if you're a husband, the Bible tells, that, uh, tells husbands that they make sure that they, uh, that they honor their wife as the weaker vessel so their prayers wouldn't be hindered. Um, when you've got sin that's uncovered, you don't want anything to hinder your prayer. So one of the reasons why we always start prayer with asking for forgiveness, you got to hear me, is so that we are able to make sure that our prayers are not hindered. Y'all better hear me tonight. So type that on the screen. My prayers will not be hindered. My prayers will not be hindered. All right. So once we ask for forgiveness, then we go into his gates of thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. I got what you're saying. Okay, I understand what you're saying now. We still going to cover that in prayer. All right, so let's go. Y'all ready to go up? Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, we bless you and we honor you. We thank you for this time, this privilege that we have to pray tonight, God. Prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. Prayer is something we get to do. It is not something that we have to do. Therefore, God, we come to you with gratitude. We come to you with thankfulness tonight, God, that you hear us and you do not turn a deaf ear to us. Father, we ask that you forgive us tonight for our sins, those committed knowingly and unknowingly. Forgive us tonight, God for sin. That means mistakes. Those are the things where we mistook something. We looked at it the wrong way and we handled it the wrong way. We ask that you forgive us for that tonight. Secondly, God, we ask that you forgive us for our iniquity. Iniquity is generational sin that has been passed down and around. Forgive us for that tonight, God. Forgive us for not bringing the curse breaker when we should have been. Forgive us, God, for practicing things that were in our bloodline that we were supposed to be the interruption to. You've called us to be the Josephs of our bloodline. You have called us to be the interruption to the dysfunction in our bloodline. You've called us to be the line crosser, the history maker, the difference maker. We're the game changer. So forgive us tonight, God, for not recognizing and rectifying patterns that we were supposed to break. But we declare that from this day forward, we accept the assignment to be the curse breaker. We declare our story will not be like the story of everyone else that has come before us at our bloodline, that our plight will not be the same plight of those that have come before us. But Father, you exceed yourself. You're the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And you are the God that desires to exceed yourself in every generation thereafter. Exceed yourself in us. Come on. Exceed yourself in us. Your word says in Chronicles, that David grew greater and greater because you were with him. We ask that you would be with us, God, to help us to break the power of iniquity. We are the iniquity breakers in the name of Jesus. We declare that, Father, whatever took down the previous generations, it ends with us. Come on, type that on the screen. It ends with me. Whatever affected the minds of the generations before us, it ends with us. Whatever took up uh, the health of the generations before us, it ends with us. Whatever took out the relationships of the generations before us, it ends with us. Whatever took out the, uh, uh, the finances of the generations before us, it ends with us. In Jesus' name. And finally, Father, we ask that you forgive us tonight for our transgression. Transgression is where we have willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. Transgression is where we willfully deviated from the word. Forgive us, God, for deviation. Forgive us for knowing what to do and not doing it. Your word says that anything that is not a faith, it is sin. Forgive us, God, for the things we did where we did not walk by faith, but instead we walked by sight. Your word says that was wrong. We ask that you forgive us for that tonight. In the name of Jesus, your blood covers us. Your blood covers us. Your blood covers us right now in the name of Jesus. And because your blood covers us, we tell you thank you that we are 100% totally forgiven tonight in the name of Jesus. And since your blood covers us, that means when we pray tonight, we are not just sinners saved by grace. No, your word says that we are the righteousness of God, which means when we pray tonight, we are in right standing with you. So Proverbs 28 is in effect. 
that we can boldly approach the throne of God and obtain grace and mercy and favor in our time of need. So tonight, God, make us bold in what we pray. Tonight, God, make us bold in what we pray. Don't let us be pulled back, according to Hebrews 10, 38. Don't let us shrink back. Don't let us water it down. Don't let us put it in a box. Don't let us uh, micromanage it to a level that we think is acceptable. We declare, God, that we will be bold as we pray tonight. In the name of Jesus. Now, Father, we enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. Now that we've covered ourselves in your blood that has washed away our sins, any place where your blood was shed, it literally means that it is paid for something. Your word says that blood is used for the remission of a thing. Which means any place you shed your blood, you were purchasing something for us. So when you shed your blood in the garden, you were undoing what Adam did. When you shed your blood, when they put the crown of thorns on your head and pierced your brow, you were redeeming us from the curse that was pronounced in Genesis that said from the sweat of your brow, you would eat bread. Which means, God, we declare that we are not those that uh, have to work hard only. We are those that work smart. Yes, we have a good work ethic, but Father, we declare that we are those that work smart. Come on, type, I work smart in the comments. It is not just through toil and labor. We, we declare that we are those, Father, that we work from a place of favor, not just toil and labor. Y'all better come on. We are those that work from a place of favor, not just toil and labor. In Jesus' name, when they pierce you in your hands, you are anointing and paying the price so that anything we set our hands to, that it would prosper. When they pierce your feet, you were anointing it, according to Joshua, that any place that our feet tread, that you would purchase that for us. When they pierced you in your side and they pierced your heart and your blood shed on the inside, you were paying the price for every internal difficulty that we would deal with, for every emotional difficulty that we would deal with, for every internal fight we would deal with. And Father, when uh, they beat your back with the 39 stripes, Father, you were paying the price. With your stripes, we would be healed. Since you shed your blood and we pledged your blood, you have literally purchased everything we need. That's why your word says that you have provided for us all things that pertain to life and godliness. So our confession tonight, God, is that we lack nothing. Our confession tonight, God, is that we lack nothing. Our confession tonight, God, is that we lack nothing. In Jesus' name. So we enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise on every platform. Can I get you to release a praise in the comments? Can I get you to release something of thanks in the comments? You, God goes where he's celebrated, not tolerated. I need you to release a praise in the comments. God, you're holy. God, you're awesome. God, you're incredible. God, you're amazing. You are undefeated. You are indisputed. You are an amazing God. God means source. You are our source. Father, no other source do we have. Our job is not a source. People are not a source. Money is not a source. Things are not a source. People's applause is not a source. You are our source. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, you are a great father. Father means life giver. You are the God that gives us life. You are the God that not only gives it to us, but according to Proverbs, the wisdom you teach us helps us to sustain life. Which means that you not only give us life, but you help us to sustain life. In the name of Jesus, there is none like you. There is none beside you. You are the great I am. I am a year, a share, a year in Hebrew, which means you will prove who you are by what you do. And we thank you tonight, God, for proving yourself over and over and over and over again. Father, every time it looks like it, we're down for the count, there you go being I am again. Every time it looks like there's no way out, there you go being I am again. Is there anybody in prayer tonight where you watch God be your I am? Where he has proven himself to you over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And every time it looked like your back was against the wall, I am. Every time it looked like you were going to lose it all, I am. Every time you did not know how you were going to make it, I am. Every time you felt like throwing in the towel, I am. That means he's the God that proves himself to you based on what he does. And this is why we can celebrate him, because he's an amazing God. He has never failed us. There is no failure in God. 
Jeremiah says, behold, I am the Lord. Is there anything too hard for me? And the answer is no. You are the God that specializes in the impossible. You're the God that specializes in the supernatural. You're the God that specializes in uh, what people say cannot be done. You get it done. And we thank you for that tonight. We enter your gates with thanksgiving and we enter your courts with praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Can I get everybody on every platform drop an amen right there? Listen. If you're just coming in, do me a favor, like this video, tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. 520 recording decisions so far this year. Can you thank God for that? Um, th there's more than that. That's just the old, that's just the number we've been able to record um, uh, in terms of people's decisions so far this year. Thank God for that. God is still old school church in the saving business. All right. And so that's why I asked you to share. It is about um, making sure that people get the words, so that the word can transform people's lives. All right. Number two, I want to encourage if you do not have our app to get our app, you'll text the word harvest to 877-552-4746. Now this week we're beginning a changeover, guys. Our websites, everything about harvest is upgrading. You're getting a new upgraded website, new upgraded app upgraded giving system, our new fall uh, collection of apparel and accessories, that's out. Everything is upgrading. And so this week, make sure you stay connected, all right? All of that's happening this week. So make sure, can I get a few of you, uh, if you're watching it on YouTube or Facebook or Twitch or Apple website, it's at the bottom of the screen. Can I get a few of you to put that in the comments? Thank you all over here. Um, just text the word harvest to 877-552-4746. Let that be revelation for you. Um, that it is time for you to prepare for what you're going to do in your 2023. Let's pause for the cause and cover 23 in prayer. Father, even before 2023, the physical, natural year gets here. Father, we cover the year in prayer. Father, show us what we begin to need, what we need to begin to upgrade now. Show us what we need to begin to upgrade now in store for the new year. Show us, God what we need to upgrade now and store for the new year. So when 23 gets here, Father, that we would literally be prepared. We don't have time to get ready in 23. We're going to be ready at the end of 22. So when 23 comes, we can take off. We will be cleared for takeoff and we will abound in those things that you have ordained for our lives. Show us what to upgrade. For some of you, here's the Lord. You need to get your credit together now before the end of this year. For some of you, you need to get your account set up and your stuff set up now before the end of this year. For somebody, there's three of you on here now. You need to get your business ready to go now before you get into the new year. Don't come to me with no New Year's resolution. That, that stuff you ain't never going to do. You got to take action now. Father... You said, now faith is the substance, now faith. And while this word now there was simply used to transition the text of something prophetic about its insertion in, in the sacred rep, because faith is always now. Faith ain't getting ready to do, faith is doing. Father, show us now what we need to do. Show us now the steps we need to take. Show us now what we need to do to prepare for the year that is coming. Because we declare in advance that while you've been amazing in 2022, and at the end of this year, God, our confession will be that the Lord has done great things for us, and we are glad. We believe that 2023 will be the best year of our lives yet. I just need you to put a praise on that prayer. We believe before it gets here that 2023 will be the best year of our lives yet. In Jesus' name we pray. Put a praise on that right there. Put a praise on that right there. He's still got more to do with the last, uh, what, 31, 32, 33, whatever days left of, of 22. But you've got to hear me. This next year, oh, this next year going to be your best year of life yet. Faith is always now an anticipation of something, anticipation of something. For some of you, it's the business. For some of you, it's your credit. For some of you, it's your health. I need you to get back on your health grind tomorrow. Who is that confirmation for? Who is that? Who, who is that right there? Who is that confirmation for? I literally, you, somebody literally prayed about that today. And now God is coming to confirm that for you. Who is that? Wave at me. Who are you? You need to get back on. That's you. I see you. I got you. You need to be ready for that. You need to get that. You need to get back on that. For some of you, you need to get back on your home. You need to bring back order to your home. You need to get that ready now. Like you look like you're still moving and you moved months ago. Who is that? 
Come on, you're in a safe place. You're a bishop. You're in a safe place. You're a bishop home. You're in a safe place. You need to, you, your house still looks under construction. And you didn't, look, you, look, let me go hood. You've been and moved. You've got to hear me. All right. You've got to hear me. All right. So you want to make sure that you're doing that. Okay. Um, so listen, I want to encourage you to take action now. Father, again, make it clear to us the actions that we are to take now in preparation for the year that is to come. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. I want us to shift real quick uh, into the seat of intercessor. And I want us to pray for those that do not know the Lord. Um, all of us know some people who do not know the Lord. All of us know some people that knew the Lord and that have fallen away. Amazing testimony of last week, Thanksgiving. And this happens all the time, but I want to share this one with you. Um, uh, an individual, she's a harvester here, and she serves in the Denver Dream Team. And she says she's been praying for her father for three years. Can I get you to drop three years in the comments? For three years. And you all, if you've been with me for a minute, you know, every Monday, even if you listen to the podcast or the replay, that's when most people get prayer. They listen to the replay of the podcast. For three years, she's been praying for her father to get saved. This past Wednesday, he was in the building, gave his life to the Lord, and said he'll be back, and was back on Sunday. Um, and said that he's been watching online, the power of technology and online. I want to pray that you all experience the same type of testimony, that people you've been praying for for years, for years, that they would finally give their lives to the Lord. Um, in fact, I want to even cover that. Father, I pray for that individual of whom I just made that praise for. I seal that salvation. I seal that decision. I rebuke anything that would try to pull them away from you, anything that would try to pull them away from church, anything that would pull them away from this new path and this new life that he has begun. I declare that the enemy is rebuked on his life and those other 520 people who have given their lives to the Lord and everybody. I pray, God, that anything that would try to get them off target, get them off focus, Get them offended, get them messed up or jacked up. We rebuke that now. I pray even right now, God, for those that are saved, that life has caused them to slip and to slide. Father, I pray right now that the enemy would be rebuked now in the name of Jesus. And I pray, God, that right now they would return like the prodigal and they would return stronger and better. You told Peter, when Peter, you said Satan has desired to sift you like wheat. But I pray for you that your faith would not fail you. I pray right now, God, that faith would not fail. Come on, y'all pray with me. That faith would not fail those, uh, Father, that know you, those that are in recent relationship with you, God. I pray that their faith would not fail right now in Jesus' name. Do me a favor. In every platform, drop the, uh, drop the initials or the name. You can even tag them if you want to do that of people you know that do not know the Lord or people that are falling away from the Lord. People that you know that do not know the Lord or fall away from the Lord. Drop their initials. And I want I shared that testimony with you because that was a three-year testimony. It took three years of being persistent, praying over and over and over and over and over and over and over. And at an unusual time, at a time where most people are Thanksgiving in, Thanksgiving in, right? In air quotes. And holiday in, in air quotes, and all of that. That's when salvation hit the house. That's when salvation hit the house. You gotta hear me. So just drop their initials because what we're gonna do, or you can tag them or whatever, because I want to cover them. We're taking the seat of the intercessor. John chapter 9 makes it clear that the prayer of the unsaved is not heard except for the prayer of salvation. That's why prayer is a privilege, it is not a right. Father, we cover all of these initials right now in Jesus' name. And Father, we cover, uh, Father, these initials, these names. You know every individual that's represented right now. Father, we release our faith right now as an act of obedience, as the intercessor for them. We stand as the intercessor for them. We stand as the intercessor for them. Believing, Father, that they will be saved and serving. Father, we ask that you do something miraculous in their lives, God. Like that other testimony, it was three years in the making. Father, we ask that you do something miraculous. Your word says that no man comes to the Lord except the Spirit draw him. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you would draw. That's John 6 and 44. We pray, God, that you would draw right now. Draw from the north, the south, the east, the west. Draw from every false belief system. Draw from every false, oh God, draw from every false ideology of Christianity. 
There are some God that because of what they've seen to represent Christianity, they have a jaded view of what Christianity is. But we pray right now, God, that you would draw them out of that, that you would draw them out of church hurt. You draw them out of people hurt. You draw them out of negativity. You draw them, God, out of whatever they need to be drawn out of unto yourself. And we ask that you would even use us, God, as vessels. We give our yes to be a vessel. Father, let our speech be a witness. Let our life be a witness. Let our actions be a witness. Let our words be a witness. Let our prayer be a witness. Let our perseverance be a witness. Let how we've overcome, let it be a witness. Use us, God, to show that it's not about being perfect. Christians are not sinless. We just sin less. Christians are not perfect, but we serve a God that says, Psalm 138, that he'll perfect those things that concern us. So we ask you to do what only you can do. Only you can change hearts. Only you can change hearts. Only you can change the, the inner being of man. So we ask you to do it right now. We sit in the seat of the intercessor right now in the name of Jesus, expecting praise reports right now. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, all these initials, you got them on here. All these initials, you got them on here. There's three of you. God's going to use you at a store this week. You're going to be out doing your shopping, and he's going to use you at a store this week. We cannot be the type of Christians that are just focused on our, us four no more. There's a whole world out there that needs the gospel. What is the gospel? It is good news. 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 The good news is that the bad news is wrong. There's a whole world out there that needs good news, and we want to be vessels of bringing that good news. Let's shift into the seat of supplication. Supplication is when you pray for another Christian. Now notice we're doing our, we're going to pray for ourselves last tonight. Why? Because there's something powerful about when you go to God on behalf of somebody else before yourself. There's something powerful about when you go to God before someone else before you go for yourself. In Job chapter 42, the Bible says, that Job prayed for his friends, 42.10. And when Job prayed for his friends, watch me, then the Lord, then the Lord restored his fortunes. Then the Lord restored his fortunes. I need everybody to hear me. There are some things that won't happen for you until you pray for it to happen for somebody else. Did y'all hear me tonight? There are some things that will not happen for you until you pray for it to happen for somebody else. When Job prayed for it to happen for his, his friends, the Bible says, then the Lord turned it for Job, and he gave Job double. Y'all better hear me. So tonight, even the order in which we're praying is set up to be a blessing for you. Father, we take now the seat of supplication, and we begin to pray for those that already know you. Supplication is to pray for another Christian. Can I get you to drop the name, the tag, the initials? of another Christian, somebody that you know loves the Lord. Doesn't have to be one, it can be as many as you want to. Father, we cover these initials now. We take on the seat of supplication and we pray, God, that you would be their answer. Father, that you would be their strength, that you, God, would be their help, that you, God, would be their provider, that you, God, would be their light, that you, God, would be their comfort, that you, God, would be their peace, their shalom, Jehovah shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. Father, we pray that any scales that are on their eyes, that they fall. We pray that any scales that are on their ears, that they be removed. God, we pray that whatever test they're in, that they would persevere and prevail in that test. God, we pray that whatever challenge they are facing, that that challenge would be a thing that they conquer in the name of Jesus. We speak, God, that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. And every tongue that rises in judgment, that it is condemned. We speak, God, Romans 8 and 28 over their lives, that um, all things work together for their good. And we speak, God, that they are always abounding in the work of the Lord. We speak, God, that they are 100% healthy and 100% healed. We speak, God, that their circle will be filled of people, Father, that speak life to them and bring life to them, that their circle would not be a cage, but it would be, in fact, a circle that is able to bring them to a place 
of a greater level of life in the name of Jesus. Father, we speak that their relationship with you, God, would be stronger than it's ever been. Father, what profit a man that gained the world and lose his soul, his mind, thoughts, will, and emotions? That's what a soul is. We pray, God, that they literally, um, Father, that they were their relationship with you would be increased. Their relationship with you would be strengthened. Their relationship with you would be fortified. Hmm. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we pray, God, that they would not grow weary in well-doing because in due season, they would reap a harvest. We pray, God, that they would see that it is their due season. Come on, y'all, pray for them. It is their due season. Due season means that there is something that is due them that they are on route to receive. We pray, God, that it would be their due season right now in the name of Jesus. We pray, God, that not only would it be their due season, God, but that it would be a winning season for them. God, that they would experience victory. You, you called yourself the Lord of hosts, which is Jehovah Sabaoth. That means the God of angel armies. That's the God that fights for us. That is the God that joins his forces with our forces for success. You said in Joshua chapter one to meditate on the word uh, and father that we would obtain good success. So we pray that they have good success. Come on, y'all. We're praying this for somebody else. We pray that they would have good success right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that everything in their family would be in order. Everything in their family would be in alignment. Everything in their family, God, that there would be peace in their homes. Woo! That there would be peace in their homes that there would be peace in their homes, that there would be peace in their homes. Right now, we come against chaos. We come against arguing. We come against fighting. We come against rebellious children. Y'all pray with me. We come against trouble in their relationship that is not fruitful nor productive. We come against attitudes that are not productive. Right now, in the name of Jesus, and we thank you for it, God, we cover them. We sit in the seat of the supplicator, of one who makes supplication for another. And we speak this for the name and the initials that we just dropped. In Jesus' name, and Father, we pray that just like Job, when Job prayed for his friends, it unlocked double for him. God, our agenda, our motive was just to pray for them. But there's an unintended consequence. An unintended consequence, God, is that when we pray for others, that it unlocks double for us. And we thank you for it right now. In Jesus' name, we pray. Come on, just drop an amen in the comments, whatever platform you're on. Drop an amen in the comments, whatever platform you're on. Whatever platform you're on, drop an amen in the comments, whatever platform you are on. All right, that's a powerful principle. Job 42.10. It wasn't until Job prayed for his friends that God turned his situation. And sometimes, look at me, look at me. When you need encouragement, God says, watch me, anything you want to receive, listen to the revelation, you have to first release. I'm going to say it again. Anything you want to receive, you have to first release. God is not mine for, for whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. So if there's anything you're wanting to receive in life, you first have to release it. That's the way it works with God. That's the way it works with God. You want friends? Release friendliness. You want consistent people in your life? Release consistency. You want reliable people in your life, release reliability. You want finances, release your giving. You want people to help you do, fulfill your mission, release helping somebody else fulfill their mission. And so the Bible says no man gives to them another unless he's been faithful with another man. No man's going to give you your own unless you've been faithful with another man. You ready? So you got to release that, okay? All right, now let's move to the seat of prayer. This is what you do for yourself. Three types of prayer. Pray, that means to ask. Supplication, pray for another believer. Intercession, pray for one that does not know the Lord. Now we're going to shift to the seat of prayer. Now listen, listen, guys, when we pray for ourselves tonight, when we, I want to receive my dream job. What do I release? Praying for somebody else to get theirs, helping somebody else find theirs. Good question. All right. All right. Listen, and let me give you, let me give you another scripture to back that up too. Let me give you another scripture. Y'all know what me, I'm always going to give you Bible and scripture. You're never going to get opinion. You're going to get scripture. Ephesians 6 and 8. Ephesians 6 and 8. And let me just say this. That's got to be the principle that guides everything you do. Because there's a lot of opinions, especially on social media. It's a lot of people with opinions. That, and the Bible says that in the last days, they would heap up for themselves people who would say things because they had itching ears that they wanted to hear. But we got to have Bible to back this up. I need you to drop the word Bible in the comments. We got to have Bible to back up what we're saying that we believe. Because the only thing God is obligated to is his word. He is not obligated to opinions. 
He is not obligated to Instagram. He is not obligated to, to pop culture. He is not, he is not obligated to any of that. All right. Ephesians 6 8. Let's go. Ephesians 6 8 um, says that knowing whatever good anyone does for another, he will receive the same from the Lord. Okay. All right. Which means you may release it one place and you may reap it in another place. Father, let's pause for the cause and cover that in prayer. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for what we have the privilege of being able to release. We thank you, God, for what we have the privilege of being able to release. Father, you said in Ephesians 6, 8, that knowing whatever good we do for anybody, we will receive the same from you. Not necessarily who we did it for, which means that you will literally use us like a farmer to sow seed in places. And we may not see the seed back in the people we sowed it in and the places we sowed it in and the things we sowed it in and the ideas we sowed it in. But you will get it back to us. You will never be left on this. This is why, God, we never have to feel taken advantage of. Y'all pray with me. We never have to feel like somebody got over on us because they can't. Nobody can take advantage of us. Nobody can get over on us. Nobody can use us. It is a power that you have stripped people from having. It is a power that you have stripped anybody from having. Why? Because you said, God, whatever we do, whatever we release, we will receive from you. Come on, y'all pray with me. Which means we will not walk around bitter. We will not walk around angry. We will not walk around with a hardened heart. There are several of you tonight. I hear the Lord saying loud and clear, but you got to let go because your heart has become hardened because you have been through something. Who are you tonight in prayer? Who are you? Where your heart has become hardened. And I hear the Lord loud and clear. He says, you have to release that tonight. Your heart has been hardened because you feel like somebody got over on you. Wave at me if I'm talking to you. You feel like somebody got you. They did not get you. They don't have the power to get you. They do not have the power. I see your hands. They don't have the power to do you dirty. You are a seed sower. And whatever you release, you will receive it back from the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. I see your hands. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me as we're praying. Nobody has the power to get over on you. Nobody, <laughs> I like New Jack Swing music. Nobody, like he swept. Nobody has the power to do you dirty. They don't. Mister, what do you mean? They did me dirty. Mm -mm. You have to recognize you Bible says you give seed to the sower. Look at me. That's not just money. That's not just money. For some of you, what he gave you to sow into somebody was that you made other people better. And you feel like, God, I made them better. And, and now I got to start over with somebody else. God, I, I hooked them up and now I got to start over with somebody else. Look, if you did it once, you can do it again. Nobody has the power to get over on you. Nobody has the power to use you. Nobody has the power to, to no, mm -mm, nobody has that type of power. Ephesians 6, 8 makes it clear that you're going to get it back from the Lord. You ready? Let's call it in. Father, we call in everything that we've released. We call it in right now in Jesus' name. Fall is the harvest season. Father, we call it in right now in Jesus' name. We call in Ephesians 6, 8, knowing that whatever good we've released, we get it back from you. So, Father, we don't even look to people. Forgive us for looking to people to get it back. Forgive us for looking to the people that we released it to to get it back from them. That's not what you promised. You promised, God, we'd get it back from you. So we call it in. I need y'all to type that in the comments. We call it in. We call in Ephesians 6, 8, and we call it in now. Your word says in Luke 18 that men ought to always pray and not lose heart. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we persist in prayer and we call in what is due to us. The favor we release, we call it in. The mercy we release, we call it in. The money we release, we call it in. The hookups we release, we call it in. The favor we release, we call it in. The blessing we release, we call it in now. In Jesus' name, we pray. Come on, y'all. Drop an amen in the screen, on the screen. Got to call it in. It is, look at me. There are many people, and I, I taught a message years ago. I encourage you to check it out and get in our app, our website, called Your Day of Justice is Here. 
your day of justice is here. And in that message, I taught the biblical principle. Uh, many people are sitting back waiting on something that has not actually ever been scheduled. Um, and I want to encourage you to check that message. That's called your day of justice is here. And, uh, and I promise you that word's going to speak life into your life. But I talk about that um, because for me, you got to hear me. Um, for many people, they are waiting on something that they have not actually activated the principle to call that thing in. It is not just necessarily automatic, right? So check that word out. Check that word out. You want to look up that message series. That's what you're going to look up, right? I want to, I want us to, to go to this place of prayer where we're asking for ourselves. We, we digress for a moment. Let's go to this place of prayer where we're asking for ourselves. And listen to me carefully, prayer. The Bible says that the effective fervent prayers of the righteous avail much. That means they get things done. There's two words we got to focus on when we pray. Um, I recognize that many people, because they've not been taught how to pray, they're just, Lord, just bless me. Okay, look at me, look at me, look at me. That is too vague of a prayer. He's already blessed you. He's already blessed you. He's already blessed you. Somebody says, can you pray for me? I'm high. Well, you're in the right place tonight. We're going to take you up high in the spirit. Stay on prayer tonight. All right, listen, I love it. Come on, I love the honesty. Come on, I love it. All right, and so because many people have never been taught how to pray, they'll pray things like, Lord, just touch me. What does that mean? Okay, prayer has to be specific and it has to be strategic and it has to be passionate. Effective means specific and strategic. Fervent means passionate. SSP, specific, strategic, passionate. So Bishop, why are you animated when you pray? Because I'm passionate when I pray. I'm just passionate when I talk, period. But I'm passionate. You got to hear me. Um, at the end of the day, God says your prayers should be passionate. That thing should be on fire on the inside of you. And you may say, well, that's not my personality. Well, make it your personality because that's what God says. That's what his word says it should be. He says that your prayers should be fervent and uh, uh, effective. It should be excuse me, specific, strategic, and passionate. So when you pray for yourself tonight, I want, before you drop it in the comments, I need you to be specific. Don't just ask for peace. Peace in what? Peace in what? Don't just ask for money. First of all, here's the deal. If you're praying for money, you got to order anyhow because you need to release. You got to release what you want to receive. The Bible never teaches to pray for finances. If you want finances, you got to release finances. So you sow. Uh, you're praying for your kids. Well, what is your prayer for your kids? Lord, I just pray for my kids. What for? Be specific and strategic when we pray tonight. Okay? This is, this, this is the third set of prayer we're going to do. And this is for you. All right, this is for you. This is for you. Specific, strategic, and passionate. I want you to begin to drop that in the comments right now. This is for you. This is for you. Be as specific as you can. Be as strategic as you can. All right? And then we're going to, I got the passion part. I got the passion part. We're going to do that together. But be specific and be strategic. Let the Lord just give me a house. Okay, what type of house? What Where you want the house to be? Well, you, you know, how many bedrooms? You know, well, you know, whatever the Lord wants. Okay, well, then you need to be specific about that. Because some of y'all, I just asked the Lord for a house. Well, you know, okay, you know, just ask the Lord for a car. Okay, you want a hoopty? Is that what you want? Be specific, be strategic, and we're going to be passionate, all right? Somebody says, this is for me. All right, come on, while you're dropping that, while you're dropping your prayer request in the comments, I'm going to also point you to our app on our website because I've taught a lot um, on prayer before. So there's so many series on prayer that you can get um, that are totally free to you because of the faithful giving of the people in Harvest, all right? But I want you to drop drop that drop that on. Specific, strategic, passionate, all right? Drop it in the comments, whatever your prayer request is for you. Drop it in the comments. While you're doing that, if you haven't shared, I need you to share. I need you to share. When you share, people get saved. Come on, prayer. Come on, prayer. We just got a few more minutes and then we're out of here tonight. I know you're being blessed. We pray for one hour. For many of you, this is the longest time you're going to pray consecutively all week. So I want to encourage you to make it matter. Lock out the time. And let's make it matter together. All right? Let's make it matter. As you're dropping those, we're going to start to pray. Father, we cover every prayer request tonight for ourselves that has been released into the comments. Father, your word says that the effective, fervent prayers of the righteous, that they availeth much. So Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, that you are the God that hears us. And Father, you said in James 5, 16, that if we be specific, 
that if we be strategic, that we would receive answers. So tonight, God, I pray that as we activate what your word says, I pray right now in Jesus' name that you would turn every prayer request into a praise report, that you would take every petition and you would cause it to be something that manifests in Jesus' name. This is not just something we do for form and fashion. We do this because we know it works. We do this because we know it produces results. And for this, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Father, I pray that you would answer every prayer with strategy. Mm. You are the God that answers prayers with strategy. You are the God that answers prayers with steps of what to do. You are the God that when you were telling Noah what to do, you gave him steps. You're the God that when you were telling Moses and, and the children of Israel and Aaron how to build the temple and the tabernacle, you gave them steps, or the tabernacle rather, you gave them steps. You're the God that when you were telling Sam, uh, Solomon how to build the temple, you gave him steps. You're the God that when Peter needed to pay his taxes, you told him to go fishing, you gave him steps. You're the God that answers with steps. You're the God that when the woman had the issue of blood for 12 years, you let her hear a rumor that other people were touching your garment. So she said to herself, if it's working for them, it's working for me. Father, sometimes those steps will be seen and what you're doing in the lives of other people. Sometimes those steps will be seen in your word. Sometimes those steps will be seen, uh, Father, simply in an idea that pops in our mind. But I pray, God, that you answer with steps, that you answer with strategy. In the name of Jesus. And Father, I cover every single prayer request tonight. And I pray, God, that there would be no warfare that arises from the request. Y'all better go. Let's go up in the spirit. I pray that there would be no warfare from the request that is released. When Peter was getting ready to walk on water, he, you literally said, he said to you, Lord, if it's you, bid me come. That was a question he was asking you, which means that was a prayer. And when he prayed, you answered and said, come. That was the answer to his prayer. And when he began to walk, there was warfare. I pray, God, that what we pray about tonight, that there be no, we release an attack against the attack that would come tonight to try to stir up warfare for the prayer request in which we release. And we speak now, Father, that every prayer request, and it is a praise report. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name. Come on, y'all. I, I keep going back there. We release an attack against the attack. This is what spiritual warfare is. Where do you get that from? This is 2 Chronicles 20. They released an attack through their praise. It released an attack in the spirit that confused their enemies and made them turn on one another. So the only warfare they had was the warfare to show up. I pray that tonight, God, as we close this section of prayer out, we're going to put a praise on the comments and not just type it. We're going to release it out of our mouths. Then I pray, God, that it would send an attack against any enemy that would come to try to stir up anything as a result of what we prayed for tonight in the name of Jesus. Now, I don't need you to put an amen right here. I need you to put a praise on the screen and not just type it on the screen, but open your mouth and release it. Open your mouth and release it and type it in the screen. We release an attack against the attack. That's advanced spiritual warfare, 2 Chronicles 20. Our only fight will be the fight to show up. Our only fight will be the fight to show up. Our only fight will be the fight to, be the fight to hold on, to answer the phone. God, I hear you loud. Our only fight will be the fight to look at the text. Our only fight will be the fight will be to look at the email. Our only fight will be the fight to show up. If you did it for them in 2 Chronicles 20, you will do the same thing for us. Put a praise in these comments. And wherever you're at, I don't care if you're at work. Don't worry about them people. Open your mouth and give your God praise. Praise is not for them, it's for him. Don't worry about people. Never let people punk your praise. It is not for them, it's for him. It's for him. God, we honor you. God, we bless you. God, we magnify you. God, we lift your name high. There is none like you. There is none beside you. And we praise you. And we give you glory, and we give you glory, and we give you glory, and we give you glory. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Drop an amen right there. Guys, we're down to the last few minutes of prayer. We're down to the last 
few minutes of prayer. What did we do tonight? We entered his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. We made intercession. We made supplication. We prayed for ourselves. We covered our sins under the blood. Here's what I want to shift to with the last few minutes of prayer. It's what yesterday's message was about, our attitude, our attitude. Um, and if you missed yesterday's message, I really want to encourage you, go watch it on YouTube, go watch it in our app, Facebook, our website, all of that. Again, the way to get that is text the word HARVEST to 877-552-4746. Look at me. Your altitude, your, your height in life, all right, is directly connected to your attitude. You can only go as high as your attitude lets you go. And for some of you, you got to hear me. God is getting your attitude in check this month because your ascent begins in December. Your ascent begins in December. Your ascent begins in December. How do you been, and, and, and let me tell you how you know you're ready for ascent. You ready? Let me tell you how you know you're ready for ascent. Over and over in the Psalms, and if you haven't shared yet, click share. We're almost done. It's the last thing we're going to cover in prayer. Let me out of here. Um, over and over in the Psalms, you see this phrase, a song, a song of a sense or a psalm of a sense, a song and a psalm of the same thing, a song of a sense, a psalm of a sense. And a scent has a specific reference to a specific animal. And that animal is an eagle. Can I get you to drop eagle in the comments? So over and over again, you keep seeing the various psalms because David didn't write them all. He wrote a good portion now. You, you see the various psalmists constantly talking about a song of ascent, a song of ascent, a song of ascent. Watch me. Ascent means this. It's referring to an eagle. And an eagle, it ascends differently than many other birds, right? When an eagle ascends, an eagle, watch me, it already lives at a high place. I pray for every person that feels lonely because they live at a high place. God Almighty. I pray for every person that sometimes feels like they're by themselves because they, they've learned to live at a high place. I pray for every person that feels like sometimes nobody gets them. Who am I talking to tonight? Because they live at a high place. Eagles live in a high place and everybody can't live where they live. Everybody can't survive the elevation that they have. Everybody can't come around them. Everybody can't come to their house. They can't go to eat with everybody. Who am I talking to tonight? You live in a high place. And because you live at a high place, this means that you, watch me, you will often feel lonely. You will often feel isolated because everybody can't live up there. Who am I talking to tonight? Everybody cannot live up there. Everybody cannot live up there. It's referencing an eagle. An eagle, it lives in a high place. I remember when I went to Anchorage, Alaska and getting to see bald eagles, etc., in their native habitat. They would be way, 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 way up. Everybody can live there. Chickens can't go up there. Watch me. The only birds that can go up there are birds that are like-minded. I pray that you have iron. The Bible says iron sharpens iron, which means the only birds that can even hit that level are birds that are of the same level. You are iron. You do not need people around you that are aluminum. They're going to tick you off and tell you you're doing too much. They're going to tell you that you want too much. They're going to tell you you desire too much. They're going to try to pull you down. I pray that you not be pulled down because you're interacting with a bird of a different level. I pray you not be pulled down. Because you're interacting with people that, watch me, while they may be good people, they are not people that are at the level God's called you to live at. You can't be like every other woman. You can't be like every other man. You can't be like every other business owner. You do not have the luxury to be average. He has called you to be an eagle in Jesus' name. They literally are at a whole different level, y'all. Iron sharpens iron. And watch me, you don't need a lot of iron. You just need, watch me, for many of you, this is why God's called you to harvest. For those of you that are part, right? Because you don't need much iron. You just needed to have a man of God. That's why God's got you on prayer tonight. He's just got you on prayer because you, you're iron. He needed a man of iron to speak it to you as iron. So whether I'm your shepherd or not, that don't matter. You just needed a man that can speak, that is iron to speak to you to affirm the fact that you are iron. So I speak affirmation in you tonight. Come on here. I speak affirmation into you tonight that you are not supposed to succumb. You are not supposed to stagnate. You are not supposed to come down. 
You're supposed to stay there. Come on, whoever's been feeling pressure to succumb or to become stagnant or to you desire too much, you need to reduce what you want. I, I, I just need you to type these two words on the screen. Stay there, stay there, stay there. Come on, we gotta go, we gotta go, I'm almost done. We're gonna cover this in prayer. How do you know you're about to ascend? Because over and over in the Psalms, you see this phrase, a song of ascent or a song of ascent. And it's specifically referencing an eagle. It's specifically referencing an eagle. And here's how an eagle ascends. Because it already lives so high. Watch me. It already lives at a level that exceeds other birds. Because it already lives there for the eagle to ascend. Y'all better listen to this. For an eagle to ascend, it first has to descend. Mm. For an eagle to ascend, it first has to descend. Why? Because I'm already up here. Which means for me to ascend, an eagle first has to descend. And it's in its descent, y'all better hear me, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, when it looks like it's going down, when it looks like it's losing, when it looks like things aren't going its way, when it looks like anxiety is taking over, when it looks like depression is taking over, when it looks like uh, financial issues are coming in, when it looks like people are acting crazy with them, when it looks like the vision is not going to come to pass, when it looks like it's not going to happen, all of a sudden, come on, prayer, all of a sudden, boop, the eagle turns up. Come on. And when the eagle turns up, it gets what's called lift. And that aerodynamic lift takes the eagle into an ascent. How do you know you're ready for an ascent? Because you've been feeling like some areas have been descending. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for every person that has felt like they've been in a descent tonight in prayer in any area of their life. And I pray tonight, God, that all of a sudden would be tonight, that this word in prayer tonight, it would be your word to us, that all of a sudden, boop, things turn north. All of a sudden, there's an ascent. All of a sudden, there's a turn up. All of a sudden, there's a turn in the situation. We believe your word in Jesus' name. And that altitude of our ascent is determined by our attitude. So I pray, God, we not have a negative attitude. I pray, God, we not have a neutral attitude. I pray, God, we not have a sicken, S-I-K-K-E-N, attitude. I pray that we have a positive attitude that says we are confident. We've got this because you've got us. We have a happy attitude that has pronoia. Pronoia means that there is a conspiracy in the world to benefit us. That's Romans 8 and 28. Father, I pray that we have an attitude of sincerity and we give everything 100%. Now, we'd have an attitude of determination that we'll, we'll get it done. Failure is not an option. Losing is not an option. Not accomplishing the goal is not an option. Going back is not an option. Going to the left or to the right is not an option. We only have one option, and that option is forward. I pray we have a positive attitude that is one of optimism, where we constantly see things getting better. We have a positive attitude that has a sense of responsibility, where we would do our part. And God, you would do your part. I pray that we have a positive attitude that allows us to be flexible, God, which means we may have to change things. We may have to alter things, but it's not over. It's not the end of the world because we can't start it where we want to start it. It's not the end of the world because we can't do it the way we want to do it. Father, I pray we'd be flexible tonight. I pray we have a positive attitude that's reliable, where we can be counted on. I pray we have a positive attitude that is tolerant. This means that we recognize we can't change other grown people, so we don't spend our energy trying to change people. We spend our energy moving forward. I pray that we have a positive attitude that is humble, where we're honored to be allowed. God, don't let us think more highly of ourselves than we are. And I pray that we have a positive attitude that is diligent. That means that we are consistent in Jesus' name. If you know how to drop the eagle emoji, just drop the eagle emoji. If you don't know nothing about that, just type the word eagle. That's how we're going to end that prayer. Listen, guys, if you missed last night's prayer, I really, 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 I really, 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 really uh, want to uh, encourage, or excuse me, yesterday's message is what I'm trying to say. I really want to encourage you to go watch that for yourself. I want to encourage you to go watch that uh, for yourself, and it's going to speak life into your life, all right? Uh, ascent is happening for you. It's happening for you, and it's directly connected to your attitude. It is directly connected to your attitude. How can you get that message? Just get it in our app, our website, Facebook, YouTube, all that. Text the word Harvest to 877 877- 
552-4746. All right, look at this. It says, Bishop, you are in every conversation that I had today, hashtag verbatim. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Listen, guys, last two things I want to do on prayer tonight. If prayer blessed you, I want to encourage you to sow into it. Always bless what blesses you tonight. And our seed target tonight is going to be directly, um, it's going to be directly connected uh, in dealing with our attitude. Uh, 40 is the number of testing. 41 is the number to exit the test. 40 is the number of wilderness. 41 is the number to exit the wilderness. Tonight, our seed target is going to be 41. Um, I'm sowing 41. If you want to do that with me, I want to encourage everybody to sow that with me. And here's what you're going to call this. You're going to call this your ascent seed, A-S-C-E-N-T, your ascent seed. How can you sow it? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. All of that is available. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church. You're already connected to Harvest. You can use our app. You can use our website. You can use text to give also. But I want to encourage everybody. So Bishop, I don't have a 41. Sow something. Release something. Your increase is in your release. This is not about getting something from you. It's about getting something to you. You need to know that. And we lack nothing. It's about getting something to you, not getting something from you. So I want to encourage you to release that tonight. 41. Um, and literally, again, 40 is the number of wilderness. 41 is the number where you're out of that. You're out of that. You're out of that. You're out of that. And you're ascending. All right. We covered a lot in prayer tonight. If you missed it, go back and watch it. It'll be on the Instagram pages. It'll be on our YouTube page and all of that. Last thing I want to do tonight before we get out of here. What's the cash app? It's dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. Dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. For 2022. That's not why it's there, but 2022. So Bishop, I don't have that. So something. Um, so something. But call this your ascendancy. Call this your ascendancy. Also, on the Instagram pages, you can also use um, the um, uh, badges, too. You can use that. All right. Last thing I want to do. Last thing I want to do. Last thing I want to do. Um, if you're on prayer tonight, you're not a Christian. Tonight's your night. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord, but you've not been faithful, tonight's your night. Think about this. You've been on prayer for an hour. For some of you, this is long as you ever prayed consecutively. And to God be the glory for that. Like, thank God for that. This is no accident that you're on here tonight. This is no coincidence. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. On the count of three, I need you to do the hand with emoji or say it's me, wherever you're at. Do the hand with emoji or say it's me. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. On the count of three, do that hand with emoji or say it's me. This is your night. One, two, three. If that's you, respond. Whatever platform you're on, you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Or be sure. Do the hand with emoji or say it's me. Somebody says, I don't want to tip the end, LOL. But I'm going to do some pop-up prayers this week, too. And then we got Wednesday Night Live Bible Study, Wednesday at 7 Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. Also, um, let me also say this. I saw another comment there. Please share the information again um, to, for using Cash App. They're already responding. People are already responding, giving their lives to the Lord, y'all. Come on, just do that hand with the emoji or say it's me. I see you. We got several over here on IG. Do that hand with the emoji or say it's me. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. But Bishop, I, I made mistakes. You're not. You're in a safe place. There's no judgment. Whenever you were Bishop Foreman, I can't speak for nobody else. But when you were me, you were in a safe place, in a safe space. Do that hand with emoji or say, it's me. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Or be sure. Um, somebody asked to repeat the information to give. It's dollar sign Bishop Foreman with a number two for the cash app. And it's also, uh, you can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. It's hello at Harvest Search. They're still responding, you all. Over here on the Bishop Foreman IG, to God be the glory. Just do that hand wave emoji and say it's me. Do that hand wave emoji and say it's me, wherever you're at. I see you. No guilt. Come on. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. None. You are in a safe place. God came to get you on a Monday night during prayer. This ain't even a church service. But when we pray, it, it be like church, don't it? During prayer, God came to get you. He loves you that much that he came to get you during prayer. They're still responding on Instagram. Come on. They are still responding on Instagram. This is your moment. Don't miss it. I know it's 8.02. We're a few minutes, a couple minutes over, but I don't want to miss anybody. Let me count you down. If you're on the fence, like, I don't know if I should do it or not. I'm not sure. Send that emoji. There is no guilt, no condemnation, no saying. Ain't nobody mad but the devil. And don't nobody care what he think, no how. All right? That hand with the emoji or say, it's me. Let me count you down. Five, four, three, two. Don't miss your moment because I want to make sure everybody prays this prayer with me. Even if you got to listen to the replay, even if you got to listen to the replay, even if you're listening on the 
uh, uh, they're still responding. Even if Peru is listening, even if you've got to do this on the podcast, wherever you're at, one, they're still responding. They are still responding. They are still responding. Going once, going twice. All right, come on. All right, you can still respond, but everybody pray this to me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Come on, everybody pray this for me. Say, thank you, Lord, for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fail or if I fall, give me the grace to get back up again. In Jesus' name, today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, to God be the glory for all that gave their lives to the Lord. I want to give you one simple instruction because I want to, now that you've prayed that prayer, like now what? I want to put something in your hands that is no cost. It's just, I want to sow this into you. All I need you to do is text the word decision to the word 877-552-4746. They're going to put it in all the comments. And for those of you watching me on Facebook and YouTube and the app and all of that, it's going to be at the bottom of the screen. When you shoot this text, text the word decision because you just made a decision to that phone number, 877-552-4746. When you do that, we're going to shoot you a text with uh, some steps. Okay, I just prayed this prayer. What do I do? Maybe you've been a Christian, but like, what do you do? One of the worst things to happen in the body of Christ is that people give their lives to the Lord and then they're left at the altar. Like what happens next? They don't know what to do next. I'm a steps guy. Give me some steps. One, two, three. Like give me steps. I want to give you the steps of what to do now to help you make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. We're four minutes over, but guess what? For all of the people that gave their lives to the Lord, all the people that were blessed tonight, it's worth the four minutes. I'm going to be doing some pop-up prayers this week, so make sure you have our app, our, 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 our app so that we can do that. Wednesday Night Live Bible Study is going to be amazing. 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. You can stream it. Um, it's going to be the last message in our series, Spiritual Adulting. I love you all. I promise you, I really, really do. Um, they call me the people's bishop because I love people. I really, really, really do. I love the people that I lead, and I love. I just love seeing people um, be blessed. If you didn't sow, go sow. What are we sowing tonight? 41 bucks. 40 is the number of wilderness. 41 is the number to be out of it. If you're going to call this your Ascency, A-S-C-E-N-T, you can just cash that dollar sign, Bishop Foreman, with the number two. PayPal, Ben Moselle, Build a Fight, and Give it all of that's available. I love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom, everybody. Prophet came on at the end. God bless you. I love y'all. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply.